As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. When you do the numbers that way and you only allocate for those closing costs, you're screwed. (laughs) Don't do that. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Heard of crowdfunding and still curious about how you can benefit from it? Well, we've got a step-by-step guide put together just for you by the best ever team and patch of land, the industry's leading crowdfunding experts. The best crowdfunding crash course ever, episodes 152, 159, 166, and 173 will provide you all you need to know to get started and begin benefiting immediately. Whether it's getting access to funds for your project or passively investing in other people's deals. The time is now to get started with Patch of Land. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever to grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D dot com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. My name's Joe Fairless. You might know that already if you're a previous, well, if you're a previous best ever listener, I hope you know that. If you're listening for the first time, welcome, my friend. You're in with good company. You're in with the best ever company. And we're going to talk today, since it is Sunday, first off, happy July 4th weekend to everybody. And we talk on Sundays about Skill Set Sunday. So you're in for a treat. We will talk about a specific skill set that you can take away and apply and be a even more successful real estate investor. Uh, and today we're going to talk about closing costs, the three hidden closing costs, or at least the three closing costs that don't get talked about uh, whenever you're evaluating a deal and you are looking to sell something. Because if you ask a broker, at least this is my experience, when I ask brokers, hey, how much should I allocate towards closing costs? Like, well, uh, our commission and um, some title work, some some attorney costs and, you know, a deed what do they call it? A, a deed preparation, maybe a transfer tax, but not not a lot. I'm like, okay, then you know what is that? Like a one percent of the closing costs or of the purchase price, just to be super conservative, and then the broker fees, whatever that is, three percent, four percent, whatever. So when 
you do the numbers that way and you only allocate for those closing costs, you're screwed. <laughs> Don't do that. Because I've I've realized firsthand looking through because we, we have an offer on my hundred and sixty eight unit in Cincinnati and, and I was I was looking at the different closing costs and after talking to not my brokers in Cincinnati, but different brokers on previous deals when I asked this question previously, they mentioned that allocation. But whenever I looked into it a little bit closer, there's really a lot more to it. And there there are three hidden costs that we have to take into account. So first, we need to take into account the prorated taxes. Prorated taxes depends on what area you're in, but the the taxes can have significant implications. I know in Cincinnati, in particular, they are billed for the year prior. So you're you're chasing basically right now uh, in 2015, we are paying on 2014 taxes. So if we were to sell in 2015, let's just say we sell in October of 2015, then we'll have to give the the buyer a credit of the prorated tax amount. And in my case, it's about $45,000. Well, that's a $45,000 line item that needs to be considered in the closing costs whenever we're evaluating the offer that the the buyer is giving us because we have to pay those costs to the buyer as a normal course of a transaction. So you want to make sure that you're taking into account the prorated taxes. Secondly, with multifamily properties, people are giving deposits to live in the community for the most part. There's some exceptions where you'll find uh, operators doing non-refundable deposits and in that case, it's non-refundable. Therefore, you're not supposed to. You don't have to keep it on the books, and it's it's straight cash. Now, I, I I'm not a fan of that because when someone gives a non-refundable deposit, then they don't have any skin in the game, as they say. So they don't. There's not really any repercussions for destroying the apartment, except for you know perhaps you know, obviously their their credit, but they don't have any money that they can lose, at least not initially. If you go to court and go to collection agency, all that stuff, then then you might be able to recoup your money. But that's that's a long process. And psychologically, it's not the same thing, in my opinion. But when you have a, a multifamily property, then you you need to take a look at all of the deposits that you have on file because guess what? You're going to need to pay those deposits to to the buyer at closing because those are deposits that get transferred to the buyer unless it's negotiated differently. And one creative thing that that you can you can look at is let's say for example the buyer gives you an offer for your property and it's a very generous offer. So much so that you're not sure it will appraise for the amount that they're offering. Well what you can do is you could lower the purchase price, the amount of the deposits, and this is assuming the buyer is motivated to purchase it, but needs financing that is, and in order to get financing, you have to agree to the the actual value that the appraiser has listed of the property. Then you can lower it to that value the appraiser listed and then have the buyer actually not 
get the the security deposits from you, um, and that might make a uh, it could make a huge difference on a larger property. On a smaller property, not so much. Wouldn't make that much of a difference. But on a larger property, that could be you know fifty, seventy five, hundred thousand dollars. And that can help with some creative stuff. But if, if it's a, a normal transaction, then with a multifamily property, you're going to be responsible for paying the buyer the, the deposit. So whenever you're factoring closing costs, you have to factor that in because that can be a significant amount of money that you're, you're needing to allocate towards, towards it. And the third thing is... Actually, it's it, it's it could be a hidden cost, but it could be a hidden benefit. And by the way, taxes could be a hidden benefit too, depending on when when you're paying the the taxes. Because if you're paying them, if you, you're paying them prior for for that year ahead of time, then you'll get a credit at closing. And same with insurance. So that's the third thing: the insurance. Insurance is the same category as taxes. Sometimes you'll be paying them ahead. So, for example, maybe you pay your insurance premium twice a month or excuse me twice a year well let's say it's thirty thousand dollars total well you pay fifteen thousand in july and fifteen thousand in december i'm just making this up if you were to close in october then you're going to have about a seventy five hundred dollar credit that you get back from the seller because you have already paid for the the next six months that you or for the next, yeah, you've paid for the next six months from October through, or from July through December. So you'll get a $7,500 credit and you'll be able to factor that into your bottom line. Now, the question you want to ask your insurance agent is, when do we, when do we pay? And is that paying in advance or is that paying retroactively based on what, what we are being insured for? And usually it's, it's in advance um, taxes, however, are are something that you'll you'll really want to take a look at and see if you're paying before or after. And they call it arrears. A A R A A R E A R S when when you pay behind. So, no pun intended, right? <laughs> so, those are the three things that you want to take a look at whenever you're you're um, evaluating the closing costs. In addition to Title work, escrow, escrow costs, transfer tax, attorney fees, um, deed preparation. You know, the 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 attorney fees are the that's the one thing that can sneak up on you and and really increase. So you want to make sure that you're judiciously using attorneys and not using them if you don't need their advice. Um, if you can get it somewhere else, but once you need the legal advice, and certainly. Um, using attorneys are, are worth every penny, at least a good one, uh, from my experience, because it can save you thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars by using good attorneys. And then the the other costs, the title work, escrow costs, transfer tax, deed prep. I'm sure there are other miscellaneous things, but there, there's really nothing that's a large cost that you need to take into account other than, of course, if you are on the buying side, which is a whole whole nother conversation. So these are just if you're on the, the seller side. So with that being said, I hope this was informative, educational, and applicable whenever you're, you're looking at the closing costs. And what I do is I just simply... I'm I'm very conservative when I run my numbers on on the closing costs for the uh, if I'm the 
seller. Um, I'll do the commission, the real estate commissions at whatever percent, three, four percent, up to six percent. Then I'll do one percent for so let's say three percent, four percent. So four percent for broker fee, real estate commission. Then I do one percent for attorney fees, title work, escrow, transfer tax deed prep. So all of that 1%. So now that's 5%. And then you've got prorated taxes and the security deposits that are on file. You'll want to take those into account. Then also the thing lurking in the shadows would be any concessions that the buyer and yourself negotiate and and hopefully there aren't any concessions they they call that retrade hopefully they're they're, they're not they don't try to retrade but if they do then uh, you'll want to know if your bottom line can afford that or not and that is it my friends i hope you are having a wonderful fourth of july if you haven't subscribed on itunes go subscribe on itunes por favor you can do it just by going to joe fairless itunes and googling those terms and, and you'll find the show. Go ahead and uh, click subscribe and rate and review it. That would mean a lot to me and I appreciate it. And if you have any questions, you can tweet at me at Joe Fairless at J-O-E-F-A-I-R-L-A-S-S. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. Crowdfunding. You've heard about it and now it's time to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is a leading expert in the crowdfunding space and they've got all the answers to your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D dot com forward slash best ever. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.